0: All right man look here signs signs that some companies got really lucky during the pandemic zoom for example whose stock is trash now and who now all of a sudden they want to sit there and limit how long you talk to you know 40 minutes and they want to charge you to talk on a piece of software that continues to always drop and fail so why would you pay for a product that's flimsy at best so just trash straight up trash so anyway we keep getting cut off so let's just get right into it
1: yeah. <laughs> because you this is becoming annoying 40 minutes we have to get to the point in 40 minutes or less before <laughs> <Right. this. laughs> can't go off on any tangents right now anyone that knows
0: how we do this show we you know that's gonna be a monumental task <laughs> it's like um, for nine years like seriously come on people so anyway all right man one of the things i want to talk about because you know recently i, I watched the Batman uh, before that I watched the, the latest Spider-Man far from home. And I think Dr. Strange just came out last week. Haven't watched it yet. Um, then there's TV shows like billions. There's like uh show like snowfall, all these shows, one common thing that I'm starting to see here. And it takes me back to the early two thousands when you had like the Sopranos, the wire and shows like that yeah. is that, you know what? <laughs> After a fifth season, Just kill it. Stop. No more. No more. Or with these movies, it's like some of these movies don't deserve a part two or part three. But then you have the Batman movies, which has been going on since freaking Adam West. Okay, but with the TV show. But let's just say movie wise, this is probably like what the 12th, 15th installment of batman and also we're not even going talk about superman and for a while they even just with a little bit of a trilogy that they had three different supermen within a few years of each other it's like at some point man it's just it's time to move on and let it go and not ruin it but against this they, these people get stuck on this cash cow and think they can go on forever i mean a network that's really guilty of that is showtime and hbo they don't know how to let a good thing go man especially showtime i mean what's that show man with um uh, william h macy or whatever i never watched it that you know um shameless
1: right that's a that that's a terrible show that show i watched the first couple episodes of it right and first of all i don't like the i don't like the intro montage because it's everybody in their fucking ghetto house on the toilet seat at one after another I was like why is this in the intro i don't want to see people on toilet seats every time i watch this stupid mm. ass show So right there, you guys lost me. A lot of people like that show, though. I couldn't get into it, and I refuse to revisit it. I'm never gonna give that show. I
0: never watched it. I never. There was nothing about it that even interests me. (laughs) I mean, I said, okay, you got a bunch of dirty ass looking people. I don't want to see this shit. (laughs) Like, like, I don't want to watch this. It's like I don't want to watch this filth. Like literally filth. So you know, yeah, that. Even if you go back to like you know, like weeds and all these other shows and and. Right. And God, what was the other show with um David Duchovny, uh, California Cation?
1: It's yeah. like,
0: and, and and what's Ken's favorite show, man, with Lee Shriver? Um,
1: oh, Ray <laughs> uh, Donovan.
0: Ray Donovan. It's just like, yeah. God, people. I mean, so one of my favorite shows, they really should have killed it you know, once the main character left and that's billions, there was no reason for season six because there was barely a reason for a season four and five. Okay. At this point, cause you know, the back and forth, we already knew how it pretty much is going to go. One season Chuck wins the next season, Bobby wins the next season, Chuck wins, you know, and Oh, and let's just bring the wife into it and bring them both together. So now Chuck and Axelrod win, you know, so it got old. And then when he stepped away, for personal reasons, you know, they bring on this Mike Prince guy, and it's like, I i, I, I was trying. You know, it wasn't horrible, but it wasn't great. It would have been okay if there, if there was never a Bobby Axelrod in the very beginning. So the bar was set pretty damn high, and this Mike Prince character is nowhere near it. And Chuck Rose's character is just like, okay, so he's, he's giving the same thing over and over. Paul Giamatti's range here is not – it's like Paul Giamatti playing Paul Giamatti at this point. It's like, yeah. it's, it's like, basically, yeah. I can't tell the difference between him being Chuck Rhodes or him being freaking Jerry Heller on, on, on Straight Outta Compton. <laughs> He's always this low, grunting growling. He says, the problem with the billionaire class is that they're the grunge of it. Why are you talking so low and seem like you're constipated? Okay, It's just like, geez, man. It's like, there's just no range whatsoever. Even when he was in yet another sequel, Spider-Man, it was no different than him being Chuck Rose in billions. It's like, come on. There's just no range. And so I really think, man, they just really need to just let it go. It just goes to show you just how limited the talent is in Hollywood at this point. Between remakes of things that don't need to be remade, I'm looking at you, female version of Ghostbusters. Okay, <laughs> you know, or just like I said, these ongoing sequels that just will never freaking end. Did we really need a, a sequel
1: to a quiet place? <laughs> did we <laughs> was that necessary you no know, it's funny as some shows i wish they did have a fifth season like spartacus i yeah. feel like spartacus needed more There's a lot of
0: things weren't answered well
1: well i would say between the second season in the timeline because the, the second season is actually a prequel but so we could so they often say season two is often referred to as season three but it's really season two because mm-hmm. it comes after the events of season one yeah. Between two and the last season, I felt as if they could have had another season of really good storytelling there. And right. then I, I think like
0: with Andy's fun. passing, that kind of just really threw things off. They were really scrambling, you know, just yeah. trying, to, they, trying to give stars something, you know, during that yeah. time period. Right. And I don't think they, I really don't think they expected it. I don't really think they put much into Liam coming on. After that, they probably seemed like they felt like, okay, this is probably going to be the last season. These people, are, you know, they love Andy, so they're probably not going to accept this guy. And then, you know, since he brought a different take, you know, to Spartacus or whatever, and, you know, he didn't try to be Andy or whatever. Right. And it people, you know, they gravitated toward him. They were like, oh, shit. But by that time, Stars was like, thing. hey, we're done. One thing I will give the Stars, they'll let some shit go by the fifth season. Power is the only thing that escaped. I think one more, got one extra season out of them yeah <laughs> but but then they did all these damn spinoffs every freaking i've never watched power but it seems like every character that's probably in power now has a tv show
1: Yeah, i mean <laughs> i i do watch power and that's definitely true and but I, I will say this some of the spinoffs are better than the original
0: i've heard that i've yeah. heard that yeah, i actually heard the one
1: with tommy is, is actually better well, that's what i'm thinking that's the one i'm thinking of when i said that i go that one's actually the best out of all of the shows in my opinion yeah so but some of these others man
0: like I shouldn't, I'll even take it to like another show, like a comedy, like blackish. I'm like, look, they finally, they finally ended the series. It's like, but the, it's. I think they made it to like maybe eight, maybe nine seasons. But the problem yeah. was these last five, six seasons, it got a little, it's just a little too woke to my, it was just a little too woke. It really ABC really had this Shonda, Shonda Rhymes like curse. So she really started trying to push, especially during the the era of Trump in those four years, she really started trying to push her agenda through all her TV shows, whether it's Grey's Anatomy, Scandal, whatever else. So then all the other shows on ABC started following suit and it just became no longer about the shows or the characters, it became all about the politics. You know, so, hey, that's one thing that kind of drops the stuff here and there. I don't care what side you believe in or whatever else, but when it gets to the point where they're really trying to push an agenda and really trying to skew the audience one way, you know, especially like if I'm not on a right wing or left wing channel, like if I'm not specifically on CNN or Fox, why is it just my regular news, my regular TV network trying to skew me politically one way or the other, but no in between, you know, and the thing about it, they're all owned by these same media companies. So what you see on CBS, you're going to end up seeing on Showtime. You know, they start coming all these dumb shows, like, you know, whatever that, stupid so supposed to be new show that they had basically about behind the scenes of like politics or whatever on showtime like during trump's era or whatever and now they're still trying to milk it but they're not being they're not being equal about it so they're not talking about the current dude's shortcomings you know they're still talking about trump's like dude this dude's been gone for almost two years now right. yeah they're afraid he's going to come back or whatever which i really don't see it even though people try to say like oh he's the clear front runner. i'm saying, eh, not clear <laughs> Not the clear front runner.
1: It's too far off to say clear front runner, but exactly. he's definitely going to try to make a comeback. There's no doubt about that. Yo, of course.
0: So, I'm just like, dude. Can I just watch the shows for entertainment? I don't need. I don't need all the political crap being just like a yeah, force on every episode i get every now and then yeah there's some issues that you can bring up and whatever but when you start trying to become you know when you're doing edward bernay's fucking one-on-one where you're just straight up a propaganda channel all the way right this is why you're it's a dying medium tv is a dying medium that's why newspaper all of them are dying medium they're not reading they're not looking at the writing on the wall i mean that's why cnn plus died an ugly death yeah. Spend all that money for less than I ten thousand subscribers.
1: I didn't even realize there was a CNN Plus until it died. <laughs> I didn't know it
0: was going. I mean, I heard the rumors but I didn't know it was actually going live until I until I realized that they canned it. I was like, whoa. Just, <laughs> I'm like, okay. What makes you think that? Who's gonna pay for your bullshit when they can watch your bullshit for free? Yeah. Okay. So, yeah, man, it's just like enough already. Just and. On top of that, We also
1: have Fox News, which has a, a Tucker Carlson oh, documentary about, about men dying off. And in and, and his whole solution to low testosterone is to put red light on your junk. Dumb fucks. You know, anyone who thinks that you're going to get an increase in testosterone from applying red light directly oh, at your testicles? So I'm going to
0: the- treat my I'm going <laughs> to treat my I'm going to treat my, <laughs> treat my, my twig and, and berries like a McDonald's ham- hamburger okay put it on a heat lamp yeah okay. red light
1: that red light, definitely has some benefits but it does not not that. testosterone it does not increase testosterone anyone who has low testosterone is not going to get into an optimal range from utilizing red light therapy it's just not going to happen jeez man
0: everybody's just trying to find these no one wants to just do the right thing everybody wants to move all these bs solutions that are not even solutions instead of just doing you know, which is actually the bare minimum
1: of stuff. It's like, you don't even have to do that much. You don't have to do all this extravagant stuff. You don't have to do anything that's expensive. Well, I mean, just look at it this way. Is your testosterone level low because your testicles are not getting enough red light? <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: Come on, come on, your testosterone is low because your testicles have not been hanging out in the red light district enough, okay? That's the problem.
1: <laughs> this is not the red light I signed up for, sir. Okay, You're not seeing enough red panties. That's exactly. <laughs> You're not having enough red panty nights. All right. Oh, man. I don't mean you wearing the red panties. <laughs> yeah, so let's, let's just clarify that, please. <laughs> But there's just so much bad advice out there that I I can see why the average person is confused on whatever the topic is, because there is so much conflicting advice coming out fast and furious that if you don't have the time to really sift through all these things, you're not going to get to the truth. And most people don't have the time or the desire.
0: Well, I mean, even if they try to sift through it, there comes something new that knocks that whatever that thing you were looking up at that time, knocks it right out of the box like, oh, a new study
1: shows. (laughs) That's like well, every. People, people put way too much weight on studies. studies. I'm so like, first cool. of all, who paid for it? That's my first question. Who paid for well, this? First of all, who paid for it? And then, second of all, how was it constructed? Because most of them right. were not constructed well. Most of them are no. constructed very poorly, and even then, it's a very expensive process. Yep. <laughs> so the study doesn't necessarily mean jack shit, one way uh-huh. or the other. It could have a positive outcome and not have a positive outcome in the real world, or it could have a negative outcome, but. It can have a positive outcome in the real world. application. <laughs> you just don't know. Like, look, creatine, way before there were 10,000 studies on creatine, like there are now, a lot of us were taking it back in the early 1990s because we all tried it. We knew it worked. Word got around. You know, everybody started telling everyone, man, you got to try creatine. This stuff works. And so all of us in the fitness industry back then, we knew creatine worked. The research was, well, we need need more studies to do this, to do that. It's like, yeah, yeah, fine. You guys spend the next 20 years coming up with studies. Meanwhile, we're going to figure out what works right now. Now studies have finally caught up with it. But I always laugh now when someone tries to act as if they're putting out some unique information. Hey- here's a new study on creatine it shows that it does this it's like yeah i'll be like okay i'm gonna
0: stop you right there there are no new
1: studies in creatine bro (laughs) so so just calm down actually there are new studies coming out on creatine still but not on stuff that we already know now now they're they're, like the the stuff on brain health came oh yeah and and depression and things like that yeah yeah like the one you sent me on on how creatine (laughs) taken with an antidepressant makes the antidepressant more potent paxil was the antidepressant in the study.
0: Yeah, but so, I'm talking about all the gym bros out there. I'm like, okay, oh yeah, yeah. there's we no new know study work. for yeah, the gym. We,
1: no right? we know what it does for <laughs> physical performance. We don't need any more studies on that. And then, well, look, this guy, this other guy made a really good point on why he, t- what's the name of that guy? God, Brian Peskin. Okay. He did a whole book on why fish oil is bullshit. And one of his points was there's thousands of studies on fish oil to determine the same outcome. Why do you need more than one well-constructed study? To determine that it's good for heart health. Why do you need another 800 studies? Because they keep getting, they keep getting, they keep getting the conclusion that they don't want. So it's like, okay, let's keep reconfiguring the study until we get what we want. Because like, you could like, look, you could say Coca-Cola will prevent dying from dehydration. If (laughs) you're using it in the context of someone's been in the Sahara desert for a week. And this is the first thing they're drinking after that week. (laughs) (laughs) That doesn't mean that Coca-Cola is a good option for dehydration. Right. But that's an example (laughs) of how a really poor or piss or piss (laughs) (laughs) drinking your own pee.
0: (laughs) It's like, Hey, somebody, you know, drinking your own pee is good for dehydration. Yeah. If you're in the desert and you're actually able to piss, but it's not the best option it's not the it's not my first option either. in fact, it's exactly. not
1: my drinking their own urine because they thought it had some kind of oh, I know urine. I know so I go, you know what <laughs> I don't care what it does. I'm not going to do that you, know, you guys could come. you guys could put together twenty double blind studies proving efficacy well, of well that's the problem. they were blind like, <laughs> <They should have laughs> so oh no
0: uh-uh what, what am I drinking here? <laughs>
1: Oh, Tang was orange. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but, but you're right. You're right. going back to the shows and the too many seasons. You're absolutely right. And Snowfall is another example. This last Man, this season was weird. This season was weird. I, I, was weird. I, I mean, totally.
0: you sit up there. Yeah, spoiler alert. I'm like, okay, they're getting trapped with a tiger. And I'm like, okay, it went off the rails this season, <laughs> man. They're trapped under a house. You know, with some essays are trying to find. I'm like, what is happening here, man? And it seemed like they were just trying to throw anything against the wall, make it stick. like the storylines didn't even flow. You had all these villains that only came around for about two episodes and they were gone, you know, but they made like, it was going to be this biggest. It was, well, you know what? It's a good thing that next season is the last season. It has to be. So at least they can declare that. So maybe they can kind of get, you know, at least go out a little better. Than this season. This season was kind of like one of those. I hear from people about Walking Dead. And I think they said the same thing about. Yeah, I think it was either that third or fourth season. They said the same thing, you know. So I, I don't know, man. It's just like I, I think sometimes, like with these TV shows, you might get three good seasons and then you should stop. You should stop right there. <laughs> Some of these movies, two, two. You get two get one in a sequel and wrap up everything in that second sequel and don't remake it stop it <laughs> don't just try to milk it and don't be the director like well i got fired from the first one so now i'm gonna do my version now
1: no nope. well, you know the problem with most shows my my brother roger is really into films and tv and all that he basically said the problem is with a lot of these shows is they don't have an idea of how they're going to end it
0: yeah so exactly he, there's no end game so they, they don't work with the end in mind and work their way back
1: Exactly. So you need like he said with Spartacus the ending was so bad because they didn't know how they were gonna end it. They just tried to figure it out as they went along. And he goes, You need to really work on a great ending from inception. It's like this is how it's gonna end. So that I'll give you a good example of a
0: show that that worked with the end in mind. And that's this is us. They straight up said in season two that they were only gonna do six seasons. So you they already knew. And and guess what? Every season has been working up to this last season. You can start seeing, start, they was, you, even, they, even they were giving like flash forward, like, you know, flashes of it in those in a couple of those seasons. Almost letting you know, like, hey, this is what's going to go down in season six. Okay. And then with some little twists and turns here and there. So I'm like, okay, that's, that's the reason why that show was number one for so long. Because they already had the end game in mind early in the game. Yeah. So also unless these actors know, like, hey, y'all motherfuckers need to start looking for another job. <laughs> just get, get some stuff lined up because you are only doing six seasons of this you know so which in 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 retrospect let's say they really they were aiming for five seasons that first season is always like a pilot season it's kind of see like okay let's see if we make it okay, right. so a, and, and you do that first season and you make it just in case you don't make a second season you kind of start giving some answers which is a little bit of a cliffhanger I'll tell you one show that I was watching this season that was brand new that actually was it had its moments where it's kind of like, yeah, that was kind of, mm, but it had a lot of good, good things going on when it was in game, on um, NBC. So basically, um, it had um, Marina Baccarin, who was like, she played Deadpool's wife. You know, she's the Brazilian actress. Oh, okay, yeah, sure. Yeah, and yeah. then, um, and and Ryan, um, oh, I forgot her last name, but she's the husband of the black guy on This Is Us. She's actually, she was in a couple seasons of This Is Us. She's playing like, um, the FBI, FBI agent. So. It actually, it was one of those shows where you got the answer you needed by the, the season finale, just in case there isn't a season two. But it's still just one last little thing, just in case they get renewed, they they can start up and go into a season two. It was it was done that way. It was done to me intelligently to the point where it's like, okay, you know what? If they don't come back with season two, I feel good about how that season ended. <laughs> you know, whereas they come with a season two, it's like, okay. There's, there's still that little window that that opened up in that, in that last episode that can make a season two, you know, where actually there was like this overlapping thing going a few, a few episodes before that that can lead up to what could be a season two without it being the dominating part where it needs to be a season two. So I'm like, okay, I, I like the fact that they did that. So like there's been a lot of great shows of like these last few falls that have come out and they only did one season and they killed it. They didn't even give the shows a chance and they were really good. There was like one on um, Bluff City Law with um, Jimmy Smith. Jimmy Smith is he is the Latino Tay Diggs, okay, and Marsh Chestnut. Why? Because anytime Marsh Chestnut or Tay Diggs is in a show, guaranteed by the second season is going to get canceled. Okay. And Jimmy Smith seems like he after NYPD Blue, seems like anything he's in, it only made it to one season <laughs> for the most part. Or he only makes it to one season he he lasted what maybe what one season, one and a half seasons on twenty-four. <laughs> so and then there was this one um cane, which was seemed like it was gonna be a great show. It was on CBS. Um it was basically centered around this family who you know, this um Cuban family who had this 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 empire around sugarcane or whatever, but just like it was it was it was kind of like almost like the oil industry type thing. But you know, they kind of it it was some politics around it. It seemed like it would have been a great show, didn't last one season. Why I actually feel like that show was on the wrong network. And that happens to a lot of good shows, too, where they end up on the wrong network. That they don't know what to do with stuff like that, because they're especially CBS, if it's not NCIS or CSI, what, can, what does CBS know to do with your show? That's nothing. Why are there still CSIs? And yeah, <laughs> NBC,
1: why do they bring back Law & Order? Like the characters from the first Law & Order. Why are they back? I mean, the, the, those generic shows are so terrible, CSI. They're just nothing. They're so vapid. No one's going to remember w- what they even watched after it's over. No. No one's going to want to rewatch one of those episodes ever again. These are no. not good shows. <laughs>
0: no. So, you know, somebody listening like, Law and orders, I'm like, no, man. I mean, this show, is, this show is as old as my oldest son. It's like <laughs> over 30 years old, man. Come on. It's time to let it go. I mean, and on that note, Simpsons. Family Guy, enough already! Okay, you've broken records. Why? Why are they still on?
1: Who's still watching that? Who's still watching The Simpsons? And why hasn't anyone aged on that show? Why is everyone? Why is Maggie still walking around a pacifier?
0: (laughs) 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 What in the Benjamin Button is going on here, man? Like, geez. So yeah, it's just so weird. Yeah, so yeah, it's, it's let stuff go, man. So other things can at least have a chance.
1: But yeah, so that's my rant about, you know, these, these. Well, it also reminds me of 24 because the first four seasons of 24 were solid, man. I mean, they were just, they just hit it out of the park. And then the fifth season was really good. And then they had this bizarre ending. And then from there, it just went into weird territory. I mean, I still. Like, after
0: it. with the China, man, it was, after he got kidnapped by yeah, the Chinese. Everything went really left.
1: Bizarre. <laughs> it just went into weird territory. It's like, look, no one's life is this bad. okay. <laughs> Then he
0: ends up in Africa, and you know, and he's, and then he's back again. And then, then the African warlord is on the loose. I'm like, what is happening here, dude? So,
1: and <laughs> and I, love, goes- I love the character, Jack Bauer. So, I mean, I was invested in that show all the way till the end. But I can right. tell you, as just, just being unbiased, just putting myself outside being unbiased, it's very clear to me where the show started falling off. And like yeah. you said, it was, it was the fifth season and beyond where it was hit and miss. I mean, there were right. still good seasons after season five, but it was inconsistent. Exactly. So,
0: and then to come back, I mean, like now the twenty-four <laughs> legacy, the twenty-four legacy wasn't terrible, but just the idea, like, okay, why are y'all going back to twenty-four again? <laughs> but then again, it was, it's it
1: was, a little bit too many cliches in that reboot. It yeah, just, I'm just like, like, okay, before it's like, oh wow, we got another person that's a double agent. It's like, oh, we got another Middle Eastern terrorist. And like, oh no, look, it's Tony Almeida. Yeah. <laughs> again they, they, they just threw that in there as a bone for all the uh, regular fans yeah exactly like, for people like us <laughs> like hey by the way since chloe's not doing it for you guys hey we're bringing tony back well mm. no they bring tony back but no explanation whatsoever why he's free and around it's like what happened exactly. here? Last time, um, he was going to prison now he's out and about and he's a mercenary hired by the government what happened here and
0: chloe's an underground hacker now like come on
1: <laughs> stop just stop it i think i think it's I mean, like, look, first of all, 20, I'm, I'm surprised 24 had more than one season, honestly, given the restrictions of the show, yeah. like the whole thing has to take place in a 24 hour time frame. I mean, <laughs> that's ridiculously difficult to write for. And they, they managed to, to go for nine seasons with yeah. that, with that restriction. I mean, that alone is impressive, but I think it was just, they didn't know how they were going to end it. That's obvious. They right. probably didn't even know if they were going to get a second season. Like you said about many shows, right? but I don't like the way they did end it. I feel like they need to bring another season back just to have a- better <laughs> <should> Wrap this <laughs> up. I mean, I'm like, that's it? Get your- He's Where's he going? First of all, first of all Jack, if they're going to end the series, give Jack a happy ending, okay? Exactly. Going back to some prison overseas <laughs> bullshit. We've already seen that before. All right, we don't need to see it again. If this is actually the last season and the last episode, give him a fucking happy ending. Or kill him. him <laughs> <fun season. laughs> kill him. Don't
0: Don't- I mean make it make make this final, okay? So there is no more openings to come back.
1: Well that that's what Daniel Craig did in the last James Bond movie. Yep. And he's been out for a year so no spoilers alert. Daniel Craig's like, "Look, I want to make sure that you guys can't bring me back." <laughs> you right. And kill his ass off in that episode. He said, don't
0: don't tempt me anymore with this money because I might go
1: broke and I might have to say yes. So. Yeah. <laughs> He made sure. He's like, okay, I'll do one more, but guess what? You're going to have to kill me off in this. You're do it on my terms now. <laughs> well, apparently Harrison Ford wanted to be killed off in Empire Strikes Back. He didn't want yeah. to be brought back for Return of the Jedi. And right. He got his wish in that lame-ass reboot. Or- oh, my that- God.
0: I'm like, I'm like, wait a minute. That's how you're going to kill Han Solo? Really? I know.
1: It's anti This is like one like- of
0: the... Important characters in the whole and it was a week it was a week I was like, Come on, man. Somebody it was it was better when Alleginnis got murdered by Darth Vader. Now that was good. Okay. It's yeah. like, I mean, yeah. Even though his ghost kept coming back, but still it was pretty final. Okay. <laughs> he, he vaporized his ass with that lightsaber. I'm like, well, Ben Kenobi's gone. <laughs> <laughs> we won't be seeing your ass back. <laughs> even though they tried different ways. So <laughs> speaking of which, again, so now you've got You know, the Obi Wan show coming on on Disney Plus. Here's the only issue with
1: that y'all bringing back Hayden Christensen. He was terrible. (laughs) He's terrible. And and there's no reason to bring him back. Worst Darth Vader ever. There's no reason to bring him back because it could be anyone. It's not, it could be anyone wearing that costume. Well, that's the thing. But they want
0: to show him crossing over and becoming evil. So he's going to have his helmet off. He's not even going to have the helmet at, at first. So, oh really okay i didn't know that okay. yeah so they're, they're doing that so it's pretty much this is okay yeah okay. so
1: this is him becoming the dark sith lord now i so, see well you know in some ways that makes it more interesting to me actually but i'm
0: like his acting was is, is it gonna get no, any no, better
1: no, good Yeah, you know, they shouldn't have brought him back to do it but <laughs> just that storyline if you're gonna show how he evolves that that's interesting to me i will say this those those star wars tv shows they've done yeah. a pretty problem most of them well that, they're so. way better
0: than the last three star wars movies
1: Fuck yeah. I mean, the Boba Fett one. The I thought Boba Fett is the best, best.
0: man. Like Mandalorian,
1: shit. I thought was really good. So, I mean, the, those shows are way well, better. Well,
0: the Mandalorian, yeah. I mean, to me, the Mandalorian is way better than, you know, the Book of Boba Fett. I only problem I have with the Book of Boba Fett is they, they kind of make Boba Fett look like, a, sometimes make him look like a little bitch. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, you're talking about this was a dude like for this whole mystique around him, made him like one of the baddest bounty hunters in the galaxy anybody grew up watching Star Wars
1: you have to remember that he got eaten by a snatch that grows in the middle of the ground for some desert. reason he found his way out of the snatch <laughs> and he went back to the snatch in the book of Boba Fett he revisited the snatch
0: so <laughs> because he, had to, he lost something he had to go back it's almost like he lost his contact or something it's like hey I gotta go back <laughs> it's still it's my whatever's still inside the Sarlacc monster like come on man really <laughs> Again, that was one of those 24 type things. That's a Tony Almeida thing. They went back to the Sarlacc just for all the original, all the old school people who saw the original Star Wars and Return of the Jedi. He's like, hey, let's bring back
1: the Sarlacc for those. Look at it this way. Luke Skywalker, the way they brought back Luke Skywalker at the end of the second season of Mandalorian, that is what we wanted to see in these dipshit movies. (laughs) Like the way we felt, how how excited we got seeing him come back and him in action. That's what we wanted to see. In these yeah. other movies. And they didn't give us any of that. Nah. So they're it's finally not. giving it to us in these series. They're doing a way better job. They're not exactly. trying to make it PG and you know, some real storylines here. Yeah. So, yeah, man.
0: <clears throat> I'm like, shit, if y'all going to bring back stuff, like, okay, Disney, now that you've gotten control of everything you got on Netflix, you can bring back Punisher now. Because, you know, Disney, Disney Plus is talking about having an adult arm of their, uh, of their network. Oh,
1: okay. You know,
0: something a little bit more adult oriented. So not just PG stuff that can be proper rated R or whatever. So I'm like, all right, so that's a, you can bring back Punisher now, but it has to be John Barenthal though. That's the only Punisher you can bring back to play that part because he played the hell out of that part, man. And there was so many, they really needed a season three for that on Netflix. I, give me a season three of Punisher from Netflix. Then another season of Jessica Jones, like that out of all the shows they canceled, that was Disney related. You know, out of all those Marvel characters, Jessica Jones was the one y'all extended. <laughs> really, I mean, come on, it's not she's not even the strongest comic book character you can come up with. <laughs> I mean, she was she her character is much better in in, in Breaking Bad. Okay, she was more interesting then.
1: <laughs> so,
0: yeah, man. So that, that's my thing. So, seeing that we got about eight and a half minutes, <laughs> let's, let's let's move off this topic of. of the unnecessary need for anything beyond a fifth season, or uh, or a second se- part of a sequel.
1: <laughs> yeah, and then and then there's and then there's uh, uh, this this whole phenomenon of prequels, and a lot of times it's a prequel <laughs> on something. I don't even care Looking about at you, Game
0: happens. of Thrones. What's the point?
1: Yeah, I, yeah, exactly. There, that's one, for example. But I, it's like, I don't even care about current events. And now we got to go hey. back in time for about how we got here. I don't even care about how Sopranos. we got
0: Sopranos. <laughs> Sopranos? Yeah. yeah.
1: <laughs> really? The my... whole prequel thing has been overdone beyond. It.
0: You got to blame Star Wars for
1: that one, man. Oh, yeah, it is. That <laughs> started this whole thing, no doubt about it. <laughs>
0: and it's Very crazy because the best thing is. about the Star Wars
1: prequels, the best thing was Darth Maul,
0: and it didn't even last that long. Yeah, they kept And they won't even back revisit back. him on this whole Obi Wan movie. They won't even bring back Ray Park as Darth Maul. I'm like, dude, do you understand? He's like the baddest. Freaking character in Star Wars.
1: <laughs> for they someone,
0: did they did nothing with him. He had two nothing. lines in that movie, but he had the most impact just for the little time that he was on screen.
1: I mean, I expected that character to be the villain in the whole series. Oh yes, like that is the Sith, okay, of all
0: Siths. Like he yeah. made Darth Vader look like a punk. I'm like, mm, Darth Vader is no Sith like that dude. <laughs> I said that dude is ruthless. He He gives zero shits. Okay. So yeah, man. I don't know. It, it, it's sad. And then they have the nerve to have all this stuff. And meanwhile, can we just talk about like we don't need any more streaming services? I mean, the reason to cut the <laughs> core from cable <laughs> in the first place was to first of all s- stop spending so much money on cable. But right. now every channel has a streaming service exclusively just for just for that network or whatever. And lo and behold, you're pretty much now you're paying way more than you did when you had cable
1: so it's so unnecessary so weird yeah. i mean honestly weird. honestly i could do well with just youtube if i could if i had to pick one thing for my roku that i use on my big screen yeah. it would be youtube because youtube you got all these podcasts on there you got lectures on there you got a I lot see, of movies on there you
0: see, you know, i just it? watch all those from my computer and my tv that's the reason why our flat screen is 15 years old because we rarely use it <laughs> my wife is asking, like, we're moving again. She's like, "You want to get a new TV?" I said, "For what? This one's perfect." I was like, "We've had it 15 years, and it's still like brand new." Because we don't watch really watch TV. <laughs> so yeah, man. It's <laughs> but yeah, I, I spend more of my time watching YouTube because I'm watching, like you said, podcasts. I'm any topic that I'm interested in. I'm you know I'm going all in on it and learning more stuff, you know, through that. I'm like, man, I spend more, I spend more time watching what would be considered a lecture or a lesson now on YouTube than I ever did in college. And oh, guess yeah. what? No student loan
1: debt. How about that? <laughs> now, that's the real ironic thing about is, especially if people who go get a PhD program, it's so mm-hmm. much effort that you don't want to learn anything ever again. And that to me defeats the whole point of having that knowledge. Or the opposite happens yeah.
0: because you've been in school for so long and you've missed out on being in the real world then you just become a career student so now you get that phd you decide to go get a bachelor's in some other subject and then a master's and then a phd and then you do you repeat the process because now you've racked up so much student loan debt you're like oh i gotta defer this shit for the rest of my life i'm never gonna be able to pay all this stuff back so i might as well keep going to school get some get some refund checks live off that and keep getting these degrees and and just keep doing that even if i do get a job then I'll get it. I'll I'll go back to school. Have my job pay for it this time. I'll get an MBA or something like that, and let the let the job sponsor it. And you know, hopefully that'll help me give me some time to pay back these other students. And so it becomes this long process because at the end of the day, you're being lied to because most people going to
1: college for degrees that aren't worth a damn, okay, at all. Well, here's here's how I here's my take on that, because you, you have to remember, I have a degree in religious studies, so I, I could qualify as one that of was those by people. your choice. <laughs> That's something that you were interested in, bro. <laughs> no, but but here, here's where I'm going with this is that I was talking to this guy I know at the park, the young guy who just got his aviation license. Really nice guy. Now, he was talking about this one course that he wanted to take, but he goes, I don't know if I should take it because it's not going to transfer over credits-wise towards what I'm working on. And I go, look, you're looking at it the wrong way. I go, you should take that course just for the knowledge because the knowledge is going to make you better at your craft. It doesn't matter whether you're certified or it transfers anywhere. The knowledge for the sake of having the knowledge is the real payoff. Yep. Yep. That's the, that's the way I look at religious studies when I got into it. Because, look, my dad and everyone around me said the same thing. They're like, what are you going to do with this? This is going to be worthless. You're not going to be able to get a job. You're not going to be able to get a job anyway, no matter what your degree <laughs> is. Nobody gives a fuck about your degree. They want to know if you have work experience. Exactly. So you, could have, you could have an MBA in business. And if you don't have any work experience, they're like, fuck off. We don't have time to train your bitch exactly. ass. So, I mean, so you might as well major in something that you actually want to do, especially for someone like me, because I wouldn't have graduated if I majored in fucking political science or business or economics I didn't give a fuck about any of those things at that time I cared about religious studies and I not only did I get a degree in it I was a really good student within the courses that I wanted to take yeah well, so I think now, now, could you acquire all that knowledge without going to college? Absolutely. Well, Especially now you
0: can. I mean, hell, yeah. you can actually, now you can attend Harvard without paying, going in debt because you can take their classes for free right.
1: <laughs> online and MIT, their classes that they have. Online. Say, like, you know, knowledge for the sake of knowledge is what you want to have. Like, look, like my hormone optimi- optimization knowledge is very vast and deep. Do I have any official credentials with it? No, I, I didn't go to medical school. I didn't take any certifications, but I'll tell you what motherfuckers go to their doctor and then they come to me for real. (laughs) Right. Their doctor doesn't know jack shit. I can't tell you how many times I've had someone say, Hey, I had a bunch of blood work done and my my doctor wasn't very useful. Do you offer consulting? Which I don't know. But when I do, I charge a shitload for it. And I unapologetically, because I know my knowledge base is way better than 99% of motherfuckers. Everyone thinks they're a hormone optimization expert now. And I'll tell you what, whenever I hear someone say, the male hormone testosterone, the female hormone estrogen, <laughs> I already know right there. They don't know jack. Shit. Hey, man,
0: tell them that they tell them that hormones are non-binary. Okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, there is there is not one hormone that one gender produces that the other doesn't. So neither one are male or female. So the right. fact that someone doesn't even know that that's something so nascent, you don't even know that. Like I don't know really no, exactly. Keyword optimization is not something you you become an expert in after reading one book or reading a couple of articles. You know, it takes years to really understand this. I don't even consider myself an expert. I don't refer to myself as an expert. But whenever I talk to someone who claims to be an expert, I can tell you they don't know what the fuck they're talking about most of the time. Exactly.
0: I mean, probably nine times out of ten, they probably listen to a couple of your lectures and then they try, <laughs> they try to spin off and act like it's theirs. Man, try to regurgitate <laughs> the shit you were talking about.
1: Shit. oh I've seen that happen a few times <laughs> so yeah alright less than a minute <laughs> so tomorrow,
0: on that note let's go ahead and do part two of this <laughs> I mean, I mean the sister it wants to cut you off but then it takes when you come back on it takes about a whole minute for you to come back on so it's eating up precious time but anyway Back to these fake hormone optimization gurus.
1: Yeah, there's so much bad. At, I mean, there's so, there's that there's the, the look, anyone who listens to our show and their first exposure to hormone optimization is listening to Dr. Gordon. You should thank whatever God you believe in. <laughs> That's <you>, that <laughs> right. Because Dr. Gordon is the foremost expert in hormone optimization. He would never say that about himself. But as someone that has researched just about everybody in this field, I can tell you by far and away, he's ahead of the curve. And he's not arrogant about it. He's not full of shit. He's open-minded to hearing other people's advice. I mean, look, like he didn't know about... He was, he, he was on our show that time talking about estrogen control stuff. And I said, Well, mm-hmm. man, you guys should be on my estrogen control product. And he didn't say, Well, what do you know? Who are you? He's yeah. like, Oh, he's like, Well, send me some more information about it. And I did. And he goes, He was going to buy a couple bottles to try with his people. I just had them sent over to him. They got great results with it. So now he recommends it all the time. I think he has a link on his website to it. Yeah. And that's just an example of a guy. He's not so arrogant that he thinks, Oh, well, if I haven't heard of it, what could possibly be out there that I haven't heard of? No. He was open minded to it. Or
0: or hadn't heard it. Or, well, if it's not my product, then why would I want to promote some other guy's product? You know, that's
1: not mine. Dr. Julio Garcia, who's also been our show, he's awesome. He's the guy I go to locally for hormone optimization advice. Carol goes to him. Carol's one of his clients. You know, he's awesome. So there there are Thomas There's There's Mm -hmm. pretty much every hormone optimization expert that's legit, we've had on the show at one point or another, usually multiple times.
0: Yeah, not, not, your, not your Instagram trainer person that you follow. Who <laughs> Now all of a sudden that's what they're into.
1: The funny thing to me is when guys that try to be hormone optimization experts are overly fixated on testosterone. And as important and sexy as testosterone is, it's one of many hormones. And it's not a master control hormone the way insulin is, the way leptin is. So it's, it's less important than those because one has way more impact on the other than the other way around. And they don't even talk about the other hormones. They just, talk well, those about- things,
0: those things are not sexy. They don't sell those things are not on the late night infomercials. Those things, they don't have Frank Thomas, you know, endorsing them on a commercial, you know, in between your favorite sports show, you know, a sporting event, you know, or they don't have, you know, some porn stars late at night endorsing it, you know, because, you know, so you can start feeling like a man again type thing. They don't have all that stuff. So
1: everything is just misunderstood and misconstrued as well. You have everyone, every time this is about sex drive and sex function, it's sex function. is always fixated on optimal testosterone levels, which are no doubt important, but If your estrogen levels are too low or too high, that's going to have a real negative impact on drive and performance as well, especially if they're too low, ironically, not too high. I'd rather have my estrogen levels a little bit higher than they should be than way lower than they should be. I can tell you that much because when estrogen levels go too low, you're not going to be able to get an erection to save your life. Hmm. You could go to the Playboy Mansion and pop a Viagra and you're not going to get an erection. (laughs) Estrogen levels are too low.
0: Look at the bright side; you won't have a heart attack. <laughs> at least the blue pill's working for something, I guess.
1: <laughs> hey, it does help with nitric oxide. And exactly.
0: Exactly. That was that was the
1: that was the, the origin story. You know, that was the prequel. You know, for the blue pill. Yeah, so sometimes when people send me their lab work and it's going, hey, I, I don't understand. My total testosterone's really good. My free testosterone looks really good, but I don't feel good. My sex drive is zero. I, my mood is off. And then if you look, you start looking at other things, like maybe they have insulin resistance. Now, generally, mm-hmm. when someone has insulin resistance, they don't have yeah. all. Yeah, this other stuff's not working. <laughs> but then you have to realize this, okay? Someone may have a total testosterone of seven hundred and a free of let's say 100, which is really good. If, and this would be Quest Diagnostics. You know, each mm. testing company has different parameters. But that's pretty good, generally speaking. But this individual may need to have a total of 900 or 1,000 and a free of 200 to feel at his best. Now, that's why the really good doctors like Dr. Gordon, they don't treat the numbers. They treat the symptoms. Right. So they use the numbers as just a reference point, just to get a baseline, just to get an idea of what's going on. But it doesn't really matter what the numbers are if you feel like shit. And I've had people come to me that have total testosterone of 900, which is really high, and free levels that are very high, and they don't feel good. They're being yeah. honest. I'm like, I don't feel good at all. And you have to start looking at other things. Now you look at their estrogen. Maybe it's way too low. Maybe their DHEA, the ultimate stress management hormone, is way too low. But there's other things besides testosterone is my point. When when men hear hormone optimization, they just think of testosterone. They think, "Oh yeah, that's about getting my testosterone levels up."
0: Hey, that's what's sold to them, though, man. I mean, like I so said, that's what's marketed because the, these marketing companies understand that that's a hot topic. That is a buzzword, you know, because everybody equates testosterone, man, estrogen, woman. <laughs> you know, yeah. so it's like, as soon as let's just say somebody's being a, an asshole, or let's just say that. A, a boy's been hyperactive in school, like, Oh, you know, there's high testosterone, you know, yeah. you need to bring your testosterone down. Yeah. Like, uh, or somebody's being a bully. Oh, somebody he's all his testosterone's too high, he needs to bring it down. That's the problem. It's down because he's being an asshole. So it's already down, obviously. So that's, it's, it doesn't necessarily work that way. I, So when things are optimized, you're not going to be a dick like that. Not a habitual dick, anyway. Right. <laughs> so it just well, I mean, doesn't
1: work. Like when you feel really good about yourself, let's say if you make a really good income, you're not someone who has to make sure people know that you make a really good income. You know, you're happy. <laughs> <you're, you're, you're, laughs> you you're, know not around. I'm rich, bitch. <laughs> yeah, so you're not. You're not. You're not overcompensating by just trying to wear fancy clothes and a, drive a certain kind of car and just project it out there. Like, oh wow, that guy's doing really well. Mm-hmm. If anything, you want to put the opposite message out there
0: yeah right, so' <laughs> trying
1: to look broke as f you yeah. know I'm to put holes in it and, you know, like, <laughs> <laughs> like but that's when, something man. like who genuinely has it, so when you genuinely have something, you don't have to pretend you have it, you already have it, and that's the big difference between actually having something and it being an aspirational goal to have. right. So exactly. guys who have really high testosterone and an optimal hormone profile, you feel really good. So you don't have to be a bully. You don't have to be a dig. You don't have to be the center of attention. You don't have to make sure everyone's focused on what you're doing. In fact, you fact, not have to tell
0: have everybody to- you're an alpha male.
1: Right. You don't have to wear a t-shirt that says alpha a- male or beast <laughs> mode. All these corny ass t-shirts. Beast <laughs> mode <laughs> or the Superman t-shirts. Like get the fuck out of here. <laughs> it's um, so fucking corny. <laughs> Then, it, then it's it, there's this whole notion of if a man is compassionate and kind, that's that means he's weak. It's like oh, no, you weak soy boy. The opposite <laughs> means you're weak. Okay, my compassion is not a weakness. That's my number one strength. Exactly. <laughs> It's compassion for myself, too, which means that's my fancy way of saying I'm not going to take shit from you or anyone else. You know, right. That's 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 being compassionate to myself. I'm not going to let people walk all over me because I'm a living thing, too. So I'm not going to just I wouldn't let people walk all over any of my friends or my dogs or anyone I care about. So why would I let someone walk all over me?
0: Yeah. But again, these people just buy into these these narratives that are sold to them. That's the problem of being sold to you. you. Keep buying it. (laughs) so and and look at the cost at the end of the day you know sadly you can't you can't return it and get a refund
1: well i'll I'll tell you what's embarrassing to me are guys who still succumb to peer pressure adults they're still very focused on what their male friends think of them and they and that plays a big role in the kind of decisions they make that's some real bitch-ass shit right there yeah (laughs)
0: Yeah, I want, yeah, I want my boys looking at me crazy. Who cares? Yeah, what are you exactly. looking at me for in the first place? <laughs>
1: yeah. Focus. Well, my boys are too busy out there doing shit. Exactly. What I those are the kind of people I'm friends with.
0: When I see my boys, what they're doing, I'm like, oh, "Shit, sure, you' stuff my game up." Yeah, <laughs> you know?
1: yeah exactly. I don't yeah. want to
0: be the fucking loser around them. They're like, hey, "Man, <laughs> what you doing?" Uh, you know, same old, law. Oh, here you go. <laughs> Whereas my boys, are like, "Oh, you still doing the same old thing? What's wrong with you?" you good. <laughs> so, so, you know, when they ask you, you good, that means, okay, you stuck in a rut. Something's going on. Cause they know that's not normal. So. And guess what? And that's another thing when you're optimized, it's like, I can check on my boys and be like, Hey man, you good? It doesn't mean I'm weak. It doesn't mean that I'm, right. I'm gay or anything like that. And nothing's wrong with that <laughs> either. But I'm just like, look, dude, are you, are you straight. You know, because uh something's going on, you know, hey, let it out because hey, I want to see my friends around. I don't want them stuffing shit and not feeling like, you know, that you know, they can't talk about things around me or whatever, talk to me. But also expect also know that you're gonna get honesty from me too. Now if you just sitting here doing you just sitting there being lazy or you just sitting there or you just coming up with all these excuses or whatever else, and you're starting to buy into that bullshit, all right. Chin check, because that's what your friends are there to do. Chin check you on that. They are gonna be sitting there being yes man. and like, yeah, I, I feel you. I get it, I get it, but that's cool. No, it's not. It's not cool. Because, you know, or you're sitting there like, oh, well, it's okay, man. You you don't have to talk about things, man. You know, because you know, you don't want to show anybody that you're weak. Nah, that's that's gonna make you weak. Your body's gonna break down when you sit there and stuff all these emotions or whatever you're going through and just try to just try to deal with it, you know, and not address it. You're gonna be you're gonna be weak because your body's gonna give out. So find an outlet, like, hey, you can't talk to me, man. Talk to a professional. In fact, I suggest you talk to a professional. (laughs) You know, know, here's a reference. You know, here's a referral. But, yeah, I don't want you sitting there holding stuff in, man, because that's how you look up and then something happens to them or they decide they can't go on. You're you're sitting there. You're the first one, like, man, I can't believe he did that, man. Like, why didn't you just come
1: talk to me? He tried, you dumbass. (laughs) Yeah, I have, a, I have a really good friend who is, who's got mental health issues like I do. She's bipolar and she's had suicidal tendencies in the past, as I have. And what's good is, is that I've told her that whenever you feel like that, reach out to me. I don't care right. what time of night it is. I don't care what day it is. Just reach out to me because I can talk you through that. And vice right. versa, you know, I can reach out to her because she gets yeah. it, I get it. And right. I think it's important to have those kind of candid, honest conversations with people rather right. than let's all just pretend we're okay when we're not okay. It's okay <laughs> to admit, hey, I'm not okay. I don't feel good. I'm depressed. Right. I'm suicidal. Now, the problem with we're going to a therapist and saying that you're suicidal is they can Ugh, have you
0: get it. I know,
1: man. You can get it. So you can't even bring it up. I mean, the therapist I went to, I remember when I was filling out all the paperwork. She said that, oh, you know, if you start talking about suicide, I'm going to have to report that. I was like, well, then who the fuck is going to talk about it? Exactly. No one's going to talk about it. <laughs> so, and yeah. Now it's up to her whether I get institutionalized or not. I don't think so. I'm going to keep that shit to myself.
0: <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> She's going off, what, a, a couple hour of sessions or whatever was like, you don't even know me yet. You, well, I'm not even you, saying she would do that, but I, I don't even- No, I'm, just, no, I'm talking about no, like a therapist in general, just like, you know, we've had some sessions, with her, but you haven't even been, you, you're hearing a certain side of my stories when we're having these sessions. You, you, you weren't there. You're not going in deep with it. So what, yeah. So, I mean, sometimes you can really tell somebody that needs to be, you know, taken care of and go to a facility. And then there's some, it's just like, again, we're in a society now, especially because it's so pharmaceutical driven. You know, and just a mere mention of this, like, ah, okay, you need this drug. Oh, you need to be committed. Because at the end of the day now, are you really doing it for the sake of that person? Or is it really for the bottom line of some some company? Whether it's, you know, like, say, a pharmaceutical company, you know, whether it's the prison system. You know, it's like, now, who's benefiting the most from this? Just like prison. Who's really benefiting from prison? Is Who's really getting rehabilitated in prison? You know, who's really coming up from this? You know, so it's like, what's what's the end game? Who's really, like I said, going to benefit the most in these situations? Is it really going to be the patient or is this is another way just exploit them? And so it just it, it becomes really this really tricky game sometimes. And so it really comes down to really trying to I don't know, man, just find someone you can really trust. Right. You know, so that, that and trust that they truly are looking out for your best interests.
1: Well, I I can tell you one thing. Those, if you're dealing with depression you're dealing with suicidal thoughts or you're you're just feeling off, it is invaluable to be friends with other people that feel the same thing. And not so much that so you can all get together and- Trauma bond. That's (laughs) not what I mean. What I mean is that it's a very lonely place to be if you don't know anyone that's in a similar situation.
0: It reminds me a lot of a lot of veterans when they come back, you know, from doing tours. You know, it's just like- That's why a lot of them, you know, go back and do another tour because coming back here to the real world, it's like so many people don't understand what they've gone through. And like we we can't pretend to understand what they've gone through. Right. You know, all I can do is when my buddy talks to me, man, when they're talking about the things that went on over there, all I can do is listen. Exactly. I can't sit there like, oh yeah, man, I, I feel you.
1: I don't. <laughs> I don't,
0: man. <laughs> I don't know from yeah. that situation. Probably the closest person probably could even have that conversation and get it is someone is been part of a gang all their life you know over here you know because they've been they've been at war at home you know when you start talking about that you know so there's about as close proper similarity you're gonna even get that somebody can relate at that point but me no my life is my life has been pretty simple thanks to people like that i don't have to really relate to that right (laughs) all i can do is just listen and learn you know
1: And that and that honestly goes a long way too. I have a friend who was who served many tours in Afghanistan and Iraq, she did bomb disposal out there. And she she went through a lot of horrendous stuff as I learned about her as we developed a friendship. But what what I what I saw from her is that she needed some positive reinforcement. So I, I invited her over to the house to work out with me a couple times a week. So she used to come over twice a week for probably a couple months. And mm. I did, I never tried to get anything out of her. I never tried to get her to talk about things she went through, none of that stuff. But it started coming up as she got more comfortable with me. Right. And I did the same thing that you did. I just listened to what she had to say because obviously I can't relate to it personally and I'm not going to pretend to. Right. But she didn't need me to relate to her personally. Right. She needed to be able to talk to someone who actually gave a fuck. You know, that yep. And
0: there fuck it up. is. You
1: know, that goes a long way.
0: Yeah. And see, that always comes down to just like I said, people just want to be seen. Right. He just want you to see them, and, you right. know, it, it just, you know, acknowledge their existence, man. And see that they, Hey, I'm a human. I'm going through some shit. I go through shit too. You know, that's, that's what they want you to understand. I, like, I said in that last episode, it's like, look, man, you know, check up on your strong friends because you always think like, Oh, they're good, man. I mean, look, man, it's a veteran. This dude's a Marine. He's good Bye, bye, man. Come on. He's a badass. No, but don't forget, he was a human being before he became a Marine. Okay. And there's still a human in there and they still go through stuff, you know, or, or right. any branch of the military or anybody that served or, or any type of position that they, they put their lives on the line like that. You know, right. you got to understand there's a human under all, all that. I don't care if it's even if it's a nurse, you know, that's human there, man. You know, and there's that human component. And that's where, that's where we can meet together. And like, okay, now here's where we're, we're equal. We're both humans. We both go through shit, but you've been through some different shit than I have. And, but I'm here to hear it. I'm here for it. I'm here for you to let it all out. Not without judgment. You know, it's like, Hey, because again, get it out because keeping it all in does no one any, any, any favors.
1: That's right you you have to get you can't carry that burden on your own you got to mm-hmm. let other people help you with carrying that burden that's for sure yep. and i think men in particular have been trained to be this strong silent type you don't complain about stuff blah 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 and mm-hmm. to some extent that's beneficial but to a large extent it definitely isn't because it it makes you bottle up things inside it and project something that you're not you're just mm-hmm. faking being okay and that's not yep. good that's going to backfire sooner or later, probably yep. sooner. Yep. So <clears throat> Yeah, man. But then you have the opposite of men who talk too much now.
0: <laughs> all he these got usually, is problems. Like, okay, man.
1: These are usually the same guys who don't open doors for women, you know, <laughs> who don't get up and offer their seats when women are waiting around in the same area they are. <laughs> so, that now we have these this other extreme as well of people that will tell you their whole life story, and you just met this person
0: right they they going deep to with details of hey, 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 that's too much <laughs> <laughs> a little too much there buddy t m i
1: so reel
0: really back a little bit there buddy
1: <laughs> The problem with people that like to talk about themselves a lot is they are not even cognizant of the other person as being a person that they don't ask you one question about you. They're just too busy talking about their bullshit. Uh, time, even more must care. It's like a guy going out on a date with a girl and the whole time he's just talking, he's talking, talking about him. himself, he, man. Yeah.
0: Like I, yeah. And like I got, I'm like, dude, you do realize you're with someone else right now. You know, you're not dating yourself. Right. You know, so this verbal masturbation you got going on, I need you to cut it out. <laughs> you know, just yeah, like
1: Already there. So that means she's interested. Now it's up to you to maintain that interest if you care <laughs> or lose it. And talking about yourself the whole time is probably a pretty surefire way to make sure you lose that interest.
0: Well, those are the guys who man to talk, but they can't find the right woman. It's like, man, I've been doing this <laughs> dating thing forever, man, and all these girls, these they're just so boring, man. They don't talk, and you know they just <laughs> they just they don't give me anything, man. It's just like they just waste my time. They just seem like they just want to go out and just get a free meal. <laughs> it's like. Well, she couldn't do anything else with her mouth. She couldn't talk because you were talking the entire time. So at least she could eat. <laughs> well,
1: that, that, that's the least you could do is pay for the meal. If you're talk about how well, a lot of, I time.
0: mean, you're talking about not opening doors and all that. But, I mean, it's to the point now where they're not even doing that. Dudes are not even doing that anymore. Oh, but let's, there's also an extreme side to that, too, because there's this very independent woman, strong feminist type out there. Like, I don't need you to open my, I can open my own door. I can pay for my own meal, blah, blah, blah. It's just all these, everybody's doing their best to show like how, I don't know, man, how they don't need anyone. No, they're, they're trying to prove so much that they don't need anyone for shit. And they just, all that means is they do.
1: I'm not, I don't open a door for someone because I don't think they can. I do it <laughs> right. to <be> courteous, right? <laughs> right. I don't walk a woman to her car because I think she's a child who can't handle herself. I do it just to be courteous, a little extra level of protection. Yeah,
0: right. To my, I'm like, not well, you don't me.
1: walk your male friends to the car. It's like, well, statistically speaking, my male friends are probably not going to get attacked. Okay, so they don't need me to walk <laughs> right. into to the car. You, on the other hand, whether you like it or not, are a bigger target. That's just a fact. You know, it doesn't make you a bad person. I mean, it's, You're just more likely to be targeted. And guess what? So Even, I will feel better if I walk you to your car so that I know you're not targeted.
0: Look, man, I was watching on the podcast on um, The Pivot, which is like um, Ryan Clark from ESPN and um, Fred Taylor. He's been in NFL. And um, Channing Crowder. So they had Juliana Penny on there, you know, from the UFC. She's the current bantamweight champion, you know, and she was just talking about like all the stuff she's gone through, you know, prior to, you know, winning the championship. And, you know, the guys on the show was like, you know, you know, how does it feel like relationship wise when every dude you date knows that you can kick their ass? She goes, look, man, she goes, I'm not trying to do that. She's like, at the end of the day, a dude is still a dude. She's like, yeah, I know some things where she says, that was my problem in the beginning thinking that I could always just get in the mix <clears throat> and, and fighting with guys and whatever else, and like I've had separated orbitals and and all this other stuff. And whereas you know, you know, there, there've been guys who were not even in you know in mixed martial arts that you know that pretty much whooped my ass or whatever. She said, but or you know, it was pretty much equal. But she's at the end of the day, she's like, look, I I know who I am. And, you know, a dude is still a dude. And I understand that. I understand biology. You know, she's like, now I'm not going to let you, you know, I'm not going to be a pushover or whatever else. But I understand that. And so, you know, even here's somebody, she is the current bantamweight champ. Okay. And even she will tell you, you know, like, eh, ain't trying to do all that feminist shit and try, try to go and pick fights with guys and just random dudes or whatever. It's like, no, even she understands that. And anybody's ever watched her fight knows this girl's, she's a badass. Yeah. So, you know, I'm so, I'm like, I'm not trying to start a fight with her. Okay. <laughs> I don't care what she says, <laughs> you know, so yeah, man. So that whole, all that feminist stuff, you know, it's all fine and good until they're, these feminists are in trouble. Like, right. like, you know, like, Oh, why didn't you help the feminist? You're good. You, you said you got it. <laughs> you don't need a man. You know you're good, so hey, good luck to you. I'm not gonna sit there and try to beg you to you know to, I don't know, let me be nice, let me exercise my home training. <laughs> you know, so it's just so like I said, it's just such such a weird time. Everybody's just trying to prove that they don't need anyone, but they need people the most. Or it's just it's a lot going on, man on these standards now that are out there that I'm like, who set these standards? First of all, let's look at the origin of these standards. If you can't find the origins of these, then why even try to
1: follow them? Right. right. So,
0: so yeah, man. So before we get cut off, I guess that's something to think about. So <laughs> let's, end, let's end these extra five seasons, man. Let's cut down these 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 prequels. <laughs> and you want to be hormone optimization experts
1: out there. First of all, Cut it out with the male hormone and female hormone bullshit. First of all, in fact, uh, just I'll cut know, out the bullshit. It reminds me of it's like every everybody waits for someone else to prove something viable, then they want to jump on the expert bandwagon. Yeah, nobody wants, wants
0: to be first. Nobody wants to take a chance to fail. Nobody oh, wants to be the one that like be the first that might mess up and and, and, and you get ridiculed or whatever. They want to ride off other success and yeah, then so act right. like it's there, their own. Other
1: people to-, to pave the way. By all right. of these people that are getting in the kettlebells now. It's like that ship has sailed. <laughs> wait, that, that ship, ship has sank. They're ready to board when I got involved. And probably for seven or eight years after I got involved, it was yeah. pretty good. You had a chance. Now, forget it. Forget yeah. it. Too late. It's too ubiquitous. You got to find something else now. So <laughs> it's, 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 if you wait for someone else to show you the path, you're going to miss out on a lot of opportunities. Well, you can't, point.
0: you won't even respect it, you know, because you didn't take the journey.
1: You, that's right. You're right.
0: that's the thing about it so you won't even care and then you end up being jaded about it so you know well,
1: this, the same thing when i first started studying hormones no i mean there were a lot of people talking about hormones but not in the fitness industry there were very yeah. few people talking about it in the fitness industry in fact many said that i was overstating the benefits of hormones i remember specifically like oh mike is way too fixated on this hormones and blah 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 those same people now are are talking about the importance of hormones and they like to see are hormone experts or they like to throw out some buzzwords that the average person doesn't know as if they're an expert. They don't even know what they're saying.
0: Yeah. But at the end of the day, they will be found out. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but the thing about people like that, they will cower, disappear and go commandeer somebody else's expertise in some other topic and act like they're the expert now in that too. And just pop up. It's like whack-a-mole of of idiots.
1: The cream cream always rises to the top. So if you actually have the knowledge, it doesn't matter if you have the credentials. Do you have the knowledge? Because if you have the knowledge, people will pay you for it because they want the solution.
0: Yeah, they can really care about all the the letters behind your name and all that. It's like, hey, can you make this feeling go away? Help me
1: feel better. Not once when I was a trainer, did anyone ever ask me what I, what my certifications are? Yep. same. Not one time when it comes to hormone stuff, no one asks me either because they go to my website. They're like, okay, this guy knows what he's talking about. I wonder if he would be willing to look at my lab work. I don't even advertise that because I don't do it very often, but every once in a while, someone sends me a problem that I find interesting. So I'll say, okay, I'll take a look at your work and here's how much I charge. But the fact is, is that people are, they will gravitate towards whoever they think has the solution to their problem. Irrespective yes. of what their credentials are.
0: Yep. Like I said, people are like, hey, I have a problem. Can you help me find a solution? Because I'm to my, you're, you're the guy that, okay, I like what you're saying. You know, I relate to you and you, you're the guy. So can you help me? That's what it really comes down to. Because they see something, there's something relatable about you to them in their situation. That's why they reach out. And if you can't help me, do you know anyone who can? Because you know why? You're the person now that they know somewhat and, you know, and like and trust. That's what it really comes down to. And see, that last part is what gets a lot of people in trouble because once you, to my, to it takes a while to get, earn somebody's trust, but damn it, you can lose it in a heartbeat and trying to recover after that. Yeah, probably not going to happen. <laughs> All it takes is once.
1: Yeah. You can, you can have falling out with someone and that's it. You're not going to give them another chance you can exactly. tell them to right off. <laughs> you
0: know? Yeah. It's like somebody always says, man, it takes a lifetime to build up your reputation, but it takes only a minute to lose it.
1: Yeah, <laughs> no, it's true. It's so true. And I think, I think that's a good line for people too, because I have people who come to me and I, and I don't have the answers for them and then I'll send them on to someone like Dr. Gordon or Dr. Garcia inklet And they get, and they have a positive response, and that makes me look good too, because I'm the one who sent them that way. It shows that I put what's best for them first, not what's best for my bank account. Your ego. For them, yeah. Yeah, I go. This is what I think is best for you, so I'm going to decline your offer to pay me for my advice because I think this person will do a better job in your situation. Now, that's a level of honesty that a lot of people don't have because they have a scarcity mindset. You know, they think that they can't turn down anyone who wants to give them money because they have that scarcity mindset. And I don't have a scarcity mindset. I'm not like I say,
0: it's the ego, you know, because they don't want to say those three special words. And it's not I love you. It's I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) So, Like I said, I've said many times, I "I think those might be the three most important words in this world. (laughs) You know, I say I feel like those three words are even stronger than I love you. Because obviously you're showing love for yourself by saying, you know what? I know I'm inadequate at this, and I I don't have the answers. You know what? I don't know. So, okay. it's right there, you've gone beyond your ego at that point. Yeah. So that's something. There, there, there's the moral of the day right there that you can think about. As I see our time is ticking here, <laughs> <laughs> so never be afraid to say I don't know if you don't ever know. Okay, and if you If you feel like you have resources out there that could better benefit even if you do know, but you know there's a resource out there that is probably even more well versed in a certain topic than you are, refer that person to that that thing because at the end of the day we, if you really care about these people or even care about the people that you work with you know or want to work with or in the field that you're in at the end of the day you want those people to be good you want them to be better, you want them to improve You want them to progress you, you want to put their you know, their needs or whatever above your ego. So if that means that you can't necessarily be the one that helped them in that situation, but someone else can happily give them a reference or give them a resource to help them out. Because at the end of the day, you both win in that situation. They respect you more. You're you're taking care of someone. You're actually doing the thing that you claim that you got into whatever you're doing in the first place and you're helping people. And then you've got a much better world in here, man. So again, Remember those three special words. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> yeah. So should they make another season of snowfall after this? Now here's what I do know. No. <laughs>
1: <So>. <laughs> well, you know, you know what, if they do, I won't even know because when I fall off a show, I forget all about it. <laughs> I won't even notice. I'm like, Oh, that show's still on. That's what happens. <laughs> <laughs> Me when I, 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 most shows I fall off of after maybe a couple seasons. Like everyone's talking about the last season of Ozark now. I go Ozark. I
0: haven't, yeah, Ozark? I, haven't even, I haven't watched the first season yet. And everybody's like, "Well, this is this is the best season yet. This is the last, but this is the last one." Okay, good. Maybe I'll start <laughs> watching when all you stop watching it. That's what oh, I they yeah. with Breaking Bad. I didn't start watching until the the middle of the last season. Yeah, <laughs> because I wanted all the I wanted everybody to shut up and move. I that's why I never watched Power. I don't want to watch it when everybody's talking about it every day on social media. That <laughs> that turns me off of, from a show when yeah. you're all talking about it. You know, so I wanna watch, because I want to watch it, y'all can't shut up with the spoilers. So by the time I start watching it, I won't even remember the spoilers that you posted on social media three, four years ago. <laughs> you know, so. So, yeah, man. But anyhow, so I think it's a good place to wrap up because we're pretty much not going to have a choice at this point. Pretty <laughs> <soon>. <laughs> and so other than that, folks, I'd say, hey, um, stick with us. And hey, man, can you believe nine years of this thing?
1: Yeah. Man. <laughs>
0: so, so wow. look at the so look at our final season now. Like, hmm. <laughs> so we've now matched up with twenty four.
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean, we tried to wrap it up, but we still have too much to talk about. Yeah, exactly. Well, <laughs> people, well people keep giving us things to talk about.
0: <laughs> so, yeah, y'all make it hard. It's yeah, like a mob, it back. man. It's a <laughs> like mob. No matter how we how much we try to get out, you just keep bringing us back in because y'all keep doing just things. It's like people keep doing stuff. And there's things that we want to address for our list, on behalf of our listeners, because why we care. <laughs> That's why we care about our listeners, you know? So they make it very hard. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. But yeah, not bad. You know, most people can't last this long in this game. Right. So this is a little different in TV, you know, because who could still come on in a podcast for this long and still have things to talk about. Right. Right. So still, we still have topics. Sometimes we're like, okay, we're just, uh, I want to talk about this. Well, I'm talking. Okay, well, let's do this one the next episode. Then I'll, I'll, I'll do my. I'll talk about that the next episode. Let's talk about that because there's always something, especially yeah. you know with this this you know this twice a month. You know, now that we're doing instead right. like every week or every, you know twice a week like we did in the very beginning. But hey, we were on the race to one hundred back then, which that was the proving <laughs> that was the proving ground as if we were serious. You know, something about getting to that hundred mark. You know, and. You know, once you get to that hundred, you know you pretty much you kind of you kind of got your bearings, you kind of got your system going there. So, so, so there you go. So yeah, but on that note, man, I'm good. I'm good. all I got for this episode. All right, folks. So we're gonna catch you guys on the next one. So take care, everybody. Take care, everyone. That wraps up this week's Live Life Aggressively Show. Be sure to head over to mikemoller.com and NewWarriorTraining.com. Use the coupon code LLA12 and receive 12% off of your total purchase at either of those websites. Also, for more personal protection tips, make sure you head over to NewWarriorDefense.com. Support the production of the Live Life Aggressively Show by heading over to Patreon.com and becoming a patron. Simply go to Patreon.com slash Podcast. All Patreon subscribers receive Patreon-only access to our brand new show, Afterlife which is a brand new behind-the-scenes episode that is not available to the public. Our Patreon subscribers also get to enjoy bigger discounts on all of our products by receiving Patreon-only discount codes beginning at 15% off on all products on MikeMahler.com and NewWarriorTraining.com. Don't forget to rate and review us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Stitcher. Lastly, be sure to share the episode by following us on social media, on Facebook, as well as our new account on Instagram. Until the next episode, take care, everybody.